Hello, and welcome back to the Conscious Contact Podcast. My name is Janae Peavy, and I'm here with Jamal Murphy. And we are going to get into the dating scene. Ooh. Specifically, something that I have no experience with, dating apps. So tell, tell me your frustrations. Well, how much time you got, Janae? <laughs> All of it. <laughs> A lot of my frustration now is... You know, do I really need to to be here? Do mm-hmm. I really need to be on this app? Why am I not out in the world doing the actual dating? Yeah, doing the actual dating. Yeah. And I found it's sometimes it's it's easier to mm-hmm. be on an app, much like shopping. Yeah, it's it's the worst kind of analogy. It's like being on Amazon. Say, like, oh, I like yeah. this this uh, kayak. Uh-huh. It won't fit my life at all. But hey, I'll buy this. Yes. This 30-pack of toilet paper, yeah, I could use that. Uh-huh. It's the same thing being on a, on a dating app. And in my experience, in my old my old age, big age, as some people like to say, <laughs> I have tried almost all of them, mm. except for Plenty of Fish is the plenty only one fish. I haven't done. What about Farmers Only? Farmers Only, eh, not, not for no, me. Christian, not for Christian, Christian Mingle, Mingle. <laughs> no. I, I don't really fit the demographic for that one. So, yeah, I've done Tinder. Our time? No, not... You should. Actually. I'm getting. I'm getting up in age. I don't now, know so if it's... there's like a a minimum age to get on there, but I feel like the women on there would probably be pretty baller. I think it might be like early fifties. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I want to say it's maybe like maybe mid fifties. Yeah. So yeah, I think I've tried them all. Tinder, Match, dot com. Well, can we even call Tinder a dating app? Like truly? I mean, yeah, I've been on a Tinder. That's date. a fucking app. Yeah, it's. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I don't, and again, I I would know, but it seems through like the social narrative that Tinder is where you go if you're trying to hook up with somebody. Yeah, it's it's notorious for being a hookup app, and gotcha. it very, and I'm sure it very much is that. Mm. But for me personally, it's like, yeah, I'm trying to find a date. Yeah, a future Mrs. Jamal or future ex Mrs. Jamal. <laughs> don't set yourself up for in, that, you know, in some form of fashion. But yeah. you know, I'm I'm not on there as a. No, as a typical male animal man, trying to find someone to you know just shack up with for a while. Yeah, for yeah. the for the next you know six or seven hours, whatever. <laughs> Maybe even less, depending <laughs> on the day. I see the bigger issue with it being exactly what you said. It being like a shopping scenario, yeah. and you having all of these options. I don't think is good for our psyches. For shopping for dating for whatever the the thought that there's always something better out there i think is really bad not just for men but i think for women it's even more detrimental and not only that it's like you're looking at it from more of a shallower perspective yes exactly because we're all about what we see at face value yep is this woman attractive is she hot is she not yeah swipe left swipe right yeah and then but also from my perspective, like, am I putting out a good enough vibe or presentation mm. that someone's going to look at me and says, eh, swipe, I'll swipe right on, on him. Yeah. Or no, I'll swipe left. Because sometimes people have their, pre- their preferences. Mm-hmm. Which is valid. Yeah. But I think in real life, that's not how it works. You don't immediately. I mean, yes, you're going to have, we're humans. You're going to have some judgment based on how that person presents physically, period. But I think that there's a lot more weight put into, is this person making me laugh? Is this person a kind person? Whereas you can't see any of that from a picture in a bio in my head. I think 
sometimes if you bring a little bit of a sense of humor to your profile, I know I have on my my t- my Tinder. Linked below. Linked, no, it's not linked below. <laughs> yeah, so on my Tinder profile, I mean, there's a you know, slight sense of humor. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I can't. I can't put it all out there. You can't. Mm-hmm. You can't give them all give, the, the give whole all. the whole goods. <laughs> you gotta give them a sample of it. But I know for me, it's I'm trying to in, inject a little bit of my personality, not too much, mm-hmm. but just enough that people have an idea of okay, well. But how much can you really tell from that? You can't. Like, how can you really tell if someone is just interested in the same things that you are and you actually have no chemistry or if you are interested in totally opposite things but have extreme chemistry? Because, like, I think of me and Luke, we do not like anything similar. Right. We're complete opposite people, yet it's the best relationship I've ever been in in my life. And if we had met, which these were not a thing when we started dating, I mean, I'm sure that, like, the online actual website ones were like mash.com or whatever was probably in its infancy. But if we had like seen photos of each other on an app, we would have never met period. And let's say in your case and for a lot, a lot of long-term relationships, that chemistry that you built is kind of grandfathered in Mm. your, your, you've learned it over time. Yeah. And we were friends for four years before we dated. So there's that too. And that experience that you've built, is based on just being there with the person yeah. and gaining knowledge and gaining experience. Uh-huh. Learning and who you're they right, are. It's, it's yeah. not something you would have known automatically from being on a dating Absolutely app. Absolutely not. Yeah. Because, yeah, you're looking at it at face value. And two, you're not the same person now as you were 10 years Fuck ago. No. Definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that you see that. I mean, I, I know. I know. I'm, I mean, I'm not. I'm roughly the same as a I was. A little bit. Dance moves have have gone a little bit worse not worse but you just don't show them off as much right but i'm a little you're more hiding them um, yeah i'm a little more with, withdrawn than i was i saw photos age. they popped up on my memories i was looking for photos for another episode of me and you dancing at what the hell was it even called at that point i think it's called cone denim now but it was at my 21st birthday. It's like the after party after my birthday oh, yeah, yeah i remember that yes it was like me and you and that was it there's yeah. nobody else out there they were all losers. Chicken. Yeah. yeah. Scary cats. <laughs> oh yeah, I, yeah, I remember that. But I I think I I yearn for 10 years ago sometimes. Not because of who I was cuz I don't want that person back ever, but because of the way that you interacted with people. And yeah. I I think that's why I started this podcast too, you know, tail end of COVID, hadn't seen anybody in forever, not in person at least, fucking Zoom meetings all the time. That's the only way you could interact with people. And there is something to in-person kismet. Yep. You know what I mean? Like meeting meeting someone at a bar, I feel like doesn't happen anymore. You meet them at a bar after you've talked to them on Tinder for two days and you have a date or whatever. You don't just run into somebody. That's another interesting aspect of being on a dating app is that sometimes that whole thing never gets started because yeah. there are people who may be there just to get the initial connection mm. that, much like being on Instagram. Gotcha. You're there just to get the likes and the retweets. Mm. Like just like being on Twitter. Yeah. And for some people, it's very much like, well, let me see how many likes I can build up before I go talk oh. to this person or that person. Again, with the looking for there's always something better out there. Yeah. You know, mindset. And I don't want to say that's kind of the issue with marriage and divorce rates being what they are right now, but with so much access to so many photos of people, yep. I think that 
and I'm not a man, so I'm not for sure, but I feel like there is this idea of why would I settle when there's all of these potential people, even if they're Instagram models that you would never actually go on a date with, does it put that idea in your head that there's always going to be a better, sexier woman out there? Yeah, absolutely. But also the flip side of that is sometimes you can have a woman and say, Hey, why can't, why not get one more? Mm. So I run into a yeah. lot of profiles of people that are E&M, like ethically non-monogamous, meaning they're, they're in a relationship and you're aware that you are in a relationship. Uh-huh. And you're able to kind of go outside that. You're so open, you're not really in a relationship. Open relationship. Yeah. yeah. You could you could say open relationship. Yeah. Some people say open to exploring. <laughs> so not in a relationship. So yeah, not really. There's no like there's no legally binding contract yeah. that says And there's there's I no judgment for person. me because I was polyamorous at one point or yeah. thought that I was. And, you know, ten years go by and I grow up and I realize that that's not really the case. And what I was lacking was a good enough person to make me settle down. Right. And if you if you had that, then you wouldn't have to be yep. ethically non-monogamous. Uh-huh. I or, wouldn't be looking for something on the side if someone filled up my cup in a way that I didn't need anybody else. Well, the cup is either half full or it's half empty. I and guess, yeah. Oh, it's half empty. <laughs> Let me go find someone else to fill it up. And that's so sad. Yeah, yeah, it is. You know? I mean, especially for women. And again, I can't even imagine being in that scenario now like if some if god forbid something were to happen and me and luke were no longer together i don't wouldn't know what the fuck to do like i would just be by myself the rest of my life because it seems petrifying (laughs) the the lack of respect that i see it uh, the lack of respect that women are giving themselves because they think that men want this hookup culture, right. ethically non-monogamous situation. And if you're just talking, that means that you should be doing things with other people. And if you're not, it's weird. And I've heard that out of the mouth of a lot of younger people. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand that concept. Again, I think it's just they're being given this by the men who that is advantageous for them yeah. to have women think that. And I think that that's all biological. Like as men, we... Sometimes we don't don't always want to settle for one. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we like having options, mm-hmm. which is it's good. It's good and bad. Yeah, because you don't want to get too far into something, and then six months later you're like, oh, what the? Yeah. What was I well, I think you can figure that out if you actually interact with that person in yeah. person, and you're having like actual dates instead of just a conversation over the internet. And like Not I, to say internet yeah. relationships are bad, but you know it's different now. And then yeah, and then even with that, I. I run into a lot of profiles where women say, hey, I don't want a pen pal. Let's Mm -hmm. have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Let's have a conversation uh, via the phone or Mm -hmm. via video call. Yeah. And I've had a few like video dates. Mm -hmm. I stress the quotation marks video dates. That makes me want to puke thinking about that. Like I get it. Sometimes it's what you got to do if they live in a different area or something. But that seems like a relationship scenario not like a, i'm gonna get to know like how do i know who you really are if i don't meet you in person yeah but then too in in the age of covid that was all you oh, had sometimes yeah true i Ugh. think i went yeah. on maybe two in total when i was on uh, when i was on bumble COVID lockdown <laughs> yeah well I, I was i was never actually on covid lockdown i was one of the rare people that was still to able to, to work, work. Mm-hmm. yeah i had to go to work yeah. as part of my job was just essential yeah 
Oh, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever that means. Yeah. Every job is essential, but no job is really essential. True that. "Eh." Yeah. But it was, it's a very like, it's an awkward experience, but it's also very, I don't know, humbling in a way Mm. because you have to kind of give someone part of your personality and let them get to know you, but you're not really the face to face. Like you and I sitting, having this conversation is ideal because then you can feel a vibe People yeah. are all about vibes these yeah. days. Hashtag, I, I think sorry, it's hashtag over, vibes. overused, but I think that that's exactly what we're talking about. Yep. I can't tell who you are on a Zoom call. It's just not going to happen because I know I'm not who I really am on any Zoom call I've ever been on. As much as I try to be authentic or whatever, right. it's still like the, bye guys. Yeah, like waving when everyone's logging. Like just the, the shit you do on a Zoom call. And it... It is not indicative of what you're going to get out of me on a daily basis. Right. It's just not. How do you get around? Like, how do we, because you asked me this when we were hanging out, me and Mark were having a whatever discussion, and you were like, well, how do we actually affect change in this scenario? Yeah, we were talking about something that was very <laughs> Something completely different, yeah. But in a roundabout way, it's like, how do we fix things? I think- from a societal standpoint get rid of social media i mean i don't know yeah you could (laughs) i mean i can't we're keen yeah yeah, we're we're keen to like to cause more problems than we solve Mm -hmm. so we we present a problem or a problem is presented to us yeah and then we say well i don't want to deal with that let me go worry about something else something easier yeah yeah so the in the case of the dating apps it's it's solving problems but it's also causing problems yeah yeah. Because now we're we're not as in tune with someone else from the other side of the dating spectrum because mm-hmm. we're carrying all this baggage of okay, I'm yeah, I'm trying to find a date. Maybe I'm trying to find a wife or a girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. But maybe I'm not really internally, maybe I'm not really ready for all of that. Mm. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna put out a front that, yeah, let's let's date and get to know each other, but uh-huh. that's really not what you're about. Yeah. And some people aren't. Yeah. I would say from my perspective, Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. But sometimes all the pieces aren't in place and sometimes the things aren't working the way yeah. they need to. Well, when and that's could, not a yeah. priority for people anymore, yeah. how do you find someone that wants to settle down and get married? Like I and we were kind of talking beforehand about like idol worship and celebrities and putting them on a pedestal. Right. If you continually see in your feed based on the people that you follow this one lavish lifestyle that is unattainable and unkeepable for most people and you see just not not i don't even know gluttonous dating just there's no priority placed on two-parent households there's no priority placed on marriage you can wait till whenever and the freedom within that and the growth that we've had from say like the 20s and 30s even just then to now, of course, that's great for you to have the freedom to not do that should you choose. But going from that being the norm or what you should aim towards and it completely flipping 180 and now people are saying you shouldn't get married. Yeah. I don't understand how you walk back from that. Yeah, I think sometimes how we consume media has the biggest reflection on how we live our own lives. Yes. So you can say, oh, Mary Tyler, well, I'm very, it's a very dated reference when I say <laughs> Mary Tyler Moore was doing it. She was single. She was yeah. a single mom hanging yeah. out. Yeah. Why but can't I do But was she happy? 
Probably not. You know, like some people have to, like my mom had to be a single mother. Yeah. Like that period, my dad was gone and that was it. And I think that's the case for a, a lot of people. But saying that, yes, it's okay to be a single mom if that is the scenario that you're in is very different in my mind to saying you should only be a single mom because yeah. getting getting married is shackles and you never know if you're going to meet somebody better or you can do it so you should. I, I think that's a fallacy. I really do. Yeah. And I don't know. I was kind of talking to Eric about this on the podcast because both of us came from single parent homes. I, my mom is amazing. She was an amazing single mother. She mm -hmm. was a warrior. She could do it all on her own. Should she have had to? No. Right. Would I have probably turned out a little bit better if she hadn't had to? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, it's, it's the same for me. Yeah. My mom, I grew up single parent household. Yeah. And I, I often wonder what would, what would my life be like if my parents were still together yeah. or if it had decided to stay together back yeah. then? Yeah. Or if you, or be, if yeah. you would, or if your parents had chosen different people, well, yeah, one, I mean, you yeah. probably wouldn't exist, would exist. And then you go into the matrix thought process with that. But it is this idea of being okay with not being in a two parent household because of circumstances is vastly different than saying, do not get married. Right. You should aspire to sleep with as many people as possible and have a child without another parent. That's and, scary to me. But even when I, when I think about how media can affect us on a kind of a societal level, mm. you think it's sex in the city, all oh, these four uh -huh. single women in their forties, I guess, forties. And they, eh. I, they started mm. off, I would assume they were in their like late twenties. And then I guess it's the show. You don't think so? <laughs> Way up, yeah. I think oh. they were all like they were all like in their some of them. Mm -hmm. They were all like in their mid to late thirties. I think gotcha. when okay, the show okay. started. Yeah, but now they're all cougars. Basically. Yeah, yeah. But for them, it's like, oh, look at this life I'm living. I'm in Manhattan and I'm enjoying life. They I'm were dating all around. unhappy. Yeah, all and of them. <laughs> that was every episode. They were all fucking unhappy. And then that <laughs> that portrays the idea of like, well, these these four women can do it. And they're all single, but they're in relationships. Mm -hmm. And then they're they're out of relationships. Why can't I do that? That's the thing. Like, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Like, yeah, that's totally a, like to date in your 20s, 30s. Sure. Fucking date. Right. But as long as you have that idea of like, yeah, if I want to have children, it is a better environment for them to grow up in a two parent household, whatever that looks like, than a non two parent household. <laughs> I saw a very cute nuclear family uh, the other day and they're Mom and dad, two kids. I think they had the dog. I was like, wow, this is this is great. Yeah, it's I swear to God, it's a thing of the like I rarely see that anymore. Yeah, very rarely. Yeah. And I that pains me for those kids just because of we've both already been there and been through childhood like that. Again, like we're fine now. <laughs> but yeah. 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 some people some, aren't. Somewhat. Some no, people, yeah. because they don't have two parents in the household, they go to jail or they don't understand how to have a relationship with someone else or they abuse people. Like there's just tons of data behind two parent households and how much that affects children. Yeah. And not even just that, but like the well being of the other parent, period. The rates of suicide, depression, anxiety, all stress, having two parents in the household. Obviously, it's not a solve all. This is not going to like cure all the world's problems. But I do think that there is something to being able to show what's going underneath all of that. Because again, like Sex and City is a great example. 
you see this this great lifestyle and they're partying and they're having a great time they're dating around which is all fine but they're all missing something and that's yep. the end of every episode is just them wondering what where do we go from here how do we how do we fix this i'm still unfulfilled or yep. i still don't know how this person feel feels about me or whatever so yeah it's cool to date around it's fine but is that really giving you a life worth living like is that fulfilling to you right and for some people it is, some people it isn't. I but would I, question if it really is. But I do people. wonder if there was, I don't know, the guy's version of sex in the, in the city. <laughs> it was four four <laughs> friends who were in their, you know, mid to late 30s, early 40s, uh -huh. dating around. Would the perspective, how much more different would the perspective be? Mm, I don't think you would get any inner monologues from them. No, they don't, you don't know what these they guys wouldn't are think. Well, yeah. they would. They wouldn't be thinking about yeah. it. Most men wouldn't be thinking about it any deeper than I'm just single and I'm dating around. I think we don't look at what is really driving us. We just, you know, default to those base level human functions of I need to procreate. Yeah. And she looks really good, and I think she'd make good babies. You know yeah. what and I mean? Like yeah. that's it. Like I said, animal in, animal instinct. Yeah. Basic biological urges. Yeah. Come into play. But you don't think about is this the kind of person who, if I were to get sick, would stay with me, no. and be there? You know what I mean? Is this the kind of person who, if I got fired from my job, would be there to help pick up the pieces? Is is this the type of person who, when my parents pass away, is going to be able to be there for me? Is this the type of right. person I can just sit next to and watch TV and have a genuinely good time? Or am I going to be annoyed by them all the time? <laughs> One thing I found with social media, especially, people are more keen to create memes and, mm. and TikToks and reels, whatever you want to call them. Mm. They have to present this ideal of Oh, if she, if she's not going to be in it, there to do this and this and this, I don't want her. If he's mm -hmm. not going to be there to take me on a vacation, I don't want him, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And I think we have to get away from that. Yeah. You have to interact with people and really get to know them instead of trying to encapsulate what the relationship is supposed to be in mm. a 10-second reel. I see. Yes. I see where you're going. Yes. And you I mean, you, you may notice a lot. Of, I, see, I see a lot of that every day. It's mm -hmm. like, well, this is not how it's really going to go. Yeah. You can't you can't encapsulate, you know, a year, two years of of a relationship in fifteen seconds. Yeah, and the values and the all of the the elements you want put into it mm -hmm. can't just be encapsulated in a meme. No, I think I've said encapsulate three times within the last two minutes now. I, you can edit that's that out. That's a great right? word. So edit that out. No, I won't. Okay. <laughs> no, I think that I think that's a great way to put it because you're trying to again like we're trying to give this broad generalization of what you should look for and who your ideal partner is going to be or what your lifestyle should look like. Right. But we're not telling people to investigate their own morals, values, ethics, and life to see what that should be for them. You have to make that own decision as your own human, but you have to know who know thyself first yeah. before you can do that. Because again, if you're looking for a partner and you don't even have a fucking clue who you are, it's not going to go very well. There's one thing like if, if a guy can take you on a helicopter ride over New York city, cool. Oh my God. I mean, I'll buy you a toy helicopter. And you can <laughs> like pretend. Yeah. Pretend it's flying over New York. That's cool. I get, we got that's baby an steps. Issue. Yeah, that's yeah. an issue again with like the idealizing celebrities and thinking that because, yeah, sure, that's great. And if that's what you're looking for and you've looked at why you want that. Yeah. Cool. 
I mean, whatever. That might be who that woman is as a human being, and that's all she cares about. <laughs> I would question that that's probably not all she cares about, but right. she just hasn't been put in a high-stress situation to realize what her actual wants are. But if you do not look inward and you don't know who you are, what you want, what you stand for, you can't find somebody else who wants and stands for the same thing. Right. And I do believe that at a certain point, like, yeah, you can disagree on stuff. You can be opposite people and have different interests. But at the at the core of it, you need to, like, be on the same page with certain things. Like, are they an ethically non-monogamous person and you're not? Yeah. It's not going to work out. You know what I mean? Or if you want kids and they don't, it's not going to work out. Not in the long run, anyway. And sometimes I see profiles of women that have a laundry list. I'm speaking, it's very kind of myopic perspective mm. I'm looking mm. at because I'm looking at it just from my side. Yeah. I, would, I would really like to see from the woman's perspective or a, any woman's perspective, the men they're, they're looking at, mm-hmm. what they're swiping left and right on. Yeah. Are some of these men fitting an ideal or some of them not? Because you see a lot of profiles where someone says, okay, hey, single mom that comes first uh you know college graduate Mm. blah 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 i want a man that's got this this and this Mm -hmm. and sometimes they create a laundry list of things that they are looking for which is fine it's understandable yeah but at the same time you can't sometimes you're not going to get the whole package no outright yeah the whole you know showroom car is ready for you ma'am here you are yeah you're not gonna get you might have to grow together with this person yeah You know, like you might have to develop those qualities in each other. I think that's what I would, if I were in this situation, that's more what I would be looking for. Someone that has at the core level, the same ideas about life that I do, the same wants for future goals, whatever. And if there's things that don't quite fit what I have in my head, one, like, why do I care what those are? Right. You know, if they're at their core, they're who I want. But also, like, am I going to be able to grow with this person? Do I feel like they're going to challenge me in a way that's going to make me a better human? And do I feel like they're open to me challenging them in a way that's going to make them a better human? Because I think that is what true partnership is. This is why I don't watch those shows like uh, 90 Day Fiance. Oh, my God. I just talked to somebody about and, that. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> Love is Blind. I don't watch any of that stuff. <laughs> you shouldn't. When I was like, when I was younger, I would watch stuff like Blind Date, uh-huh. Eliminate, yeah. uh, Next on MTV. Yeah. That was... At least they that were was, up front about what was really yeah, going on Yeah, that was my here. very, yeah. like, skewed perspective Look on how next, dating man. was yes. supposed to get. Next. <laughs> it was four, so good. Four people on the, five people on the bus. And yes. Then, oh. Yeah, get but off. It, but it also, it kind of parlays into swiping culture. Yeah. As soon as I saw her, I knew she wasn't for me, and I said, next. Yep. yep. And that's exactly what it is mm-hmm. now. Yeah. It's. Except in this instance, it's not, you know, some random girl walking off the bus or some random guy walking off the bus. Yeah. It's, oh, mm, no. You don't she's, even have to interact with them she's, first. She's got two eyes. No. Yeah. You don't even left. have to feel bad because they're in front of you. Yeah. You know, there's not even that barrier. And it, it kind of all goes back to like, we don't have to commit to anything because we're shown so many other options. Yeah. Even if those options are unattainable for us, it doesn't matter. And it gives you a very idealized perspective of how dating is supposed to go you're out to dinner yeah go out to a pottery class or whatever painting oh let's go to the hot tub are you writing an uh, the ghost movie (laughs) no i mean this is how if you're sitting at the pottery exactly if you watch an if you watch an episode of blind date if you could somehow dig through the archives of the early 2000s this is exactly how every date Mm. went 
Mm-hmm. They go, they have a very awkward conversation, handshake. Yeah. They go to like a, like I said, a pottery class, painting, mm-hmm. or whatever, karate class, and then oh, oh, we ended up in the hot tub. And it's so funny to me because, and because I only have my own perspective on this, but I think back to like when Luke and I were dating. Why, why are you putting? We that never in went marks? on a date. Okay. You know what I mean? Like our dates were us just meeting up and having conversations. Like mm-hmm. it, most of the time, it wasn't even at a restaurant. It was like let's get takeout and sit on the couch and watch a kung fu movie most of the time you know what i mean or if i'm painting a horror movie but it it had nothing to do with like sitting close to one another and wondering what they're thinking like we would just say out loud (laughs) what we were thinking about and again that goes back to we had been friends for years prior to that so we already had like a level of casualness familiarity yes yeah so we didn't have to wonder you know yeah. We would be like, either this is going to be the best idea ever, or we're going to not be friends after this. So, like, let's try. That's the other thing, too, is the second, and I'm not talking about red flags or abuse or anything. I always feel like I have to make that disclaimer. Okay. But I'm not talking about ignoring really terrible human beings and their behavior. But any, from what I've seen on social media, anytime that people run up against, like, just a very tiny thing that they either don't like about the person or don't agree with or whatever. It's like, Oh, on to the next. <laughs> I, I didn't know until a few days ago, there was a such thing as orange flags. What? Apparently. Oh God. I, I know people talk about red flags as, as yeah. if it's you know, the be all end all. Uh-huh. That's, this, red like, flags this should be work like he not, beat yeah. the shit out of his ex-girlfriend. Right. You know what I mean? Or he's a deadbeat dad or something like those are red flags. Red flags are not, he lives in a dude type house with like the toothbrush laying on the sink in the shower. That's not fully clean. That's a normal guy. (laughs) Like again, like where, where, where are we getting these standards from? Because it's not real life. Yeah. We get it from media. You you could say it's a media problem. I always say the majority of most problems are media problems. It's a perspective problem. We do not have perspective because we see it through the lens of our phone and not through real life scenarios that we've actually experienced. We think we know something or we learn everything that we do know from someone else's experience that they've given us. Yeah, I'm dating like... Samantha from Sex and the City was dating. That's <laughs> how. That's how I to did. the wall. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how. That's how some people carry out carry out their their dating scenarios. But Ugh, yeah. for the people that are able to unplug, yeah, and just go on dates and meet people, like normal, like through mutual friends or at a bar or whatever. Like, where did that go? I'm. I'm sure it still exists. <laughs> I don't know. Some I'd don't like know. to get back to that. I'd yeah. like to get off of this this app. And just meet someone, but then where do you go to meet you actually, someone? You have to like actually go out to places to yeah. do that. I think that's the other issue is we've gotten so used to like um, target pickup where you just drive up yeah. and it's there and they come out with it that you don't have to search. You don't have to go to the grocery store and walk down each aisle. You if, don't have to search. If only it was that easy. I could <laughs> download the target. Well, I, already have I mean, the, technically the tar- it is it that is, easy yeah. depending on how illegal you want to get. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's a whole other episode <laughs> that's we can in get into. Nevada or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if only it were that easy, mm-hmm. in an like in an idealized way. Yeah. Okay, I've got my preferences. Blah blah blah. Put yeah. this down. Oh, here she is. Here's my date. Yeah. Or here's here's 
you know, this woman But I mean, isn't man, that kind of what whatever. you're doing? You yeah, set your location, you set your age ranges, yeah. you know? I think you can set race on some of them. Yes. Like, it is kind of... You're you're picking from a small barrel of fish at that point. If you want to spend the extra ten dollars to oh, advance your search settings, then yes, I don't. Yeah, because again, how do you know that's who you're going to end up? How do you know you only want someone twenty two to thirty five? You know how the fuck do you know yeah. that? It it just doesn't make much sense to me from right. the outside looking in. Like I would have never yeah. thought that I would date someone like i knew i would be dating someone older than me because that's just what i've done my whole life but i wouldn't have like thought okay a 41 year old when i'm 33 that that is who i would be dating i because i just didn't think about it like that well i saw <laughs> i saw one meme, <laughs> one reel that was a guy who was in his early 30s and his girlfriend was in her mid-20s but mm-hmm. they've been dating for like 12 years? Are they known each other for 12 years or something like that? I was like, wait a minute, what? That's some 50s the, doo-wop song that's one type of those, stuff. The, yeah, Jerry Lee, shout out to Jerry Lee Lewis. Rest in peace, by the way. <laughs> Poor Jerry Lee Lewis. The Throwing ma- him under the bus. The math ain't, hey, he yeah, did it. Yeah, Back then, it was like, oh, Everybody, okay. I mean. The math ain't math. The math ain't mathin'. Yeah, no, and I, I, I guess sometimes that works out for people. Like, maybe your next door neighbors your whole life. And it's like your friend's kid sister or something, and then she turns eighteen. Yeah. But still, that's kind of like where's the line on that? Remember, remember when uh, the <laughs> the Olsen twins were like they Not were younger, 18? yeah, yeah, and people were counting down. It's like, oh yeah. It's like why is this this magical clock that like once yeah. it strikes twelve on she their turn birthday, in, yeah, it doesn't turn into a pumpkin. <sighs> yeah, that's just very odd. Yeah, it and is. that leads into like the whole OnlyFans thing, like people launching them like. 12 a.m. on their 18th birthday, like, ugh. yeah, creep factor shady. been cranked up. It's real bit. Yeah. shady. Um, I but I mean, I guess that's how it's always been. I don't know. As long as it's been recorded, yeah. As long as men have been singing songs about, she's traded her. What is it? Oh my god, that one song. She's traded her bobby socks for stockings or something. Talking about just this kid again, yeah, like you suddenly do. you've got boobs. Oh <laughs> I my forget God. you do listen to that. I do. That 20s and 30s, I do. 50s and I'm stuff. Sh- sometimes I'm just like, what the fuck? Some of them are like borderline, like, oh, okay. Yeah. You can get away with that because the person singing is probably 16 too. But there's some where it's like, obviously a 20-something-year-old man is thinking about this child. Remember <laughs> remember when uh, Winger wrote uh, 17? She's only 17. Yeah, like what? Sir, Oop. <laughs> we need, we need to us uh, we need to have you step over here. We need to ask you a few questions. Oh, the 80s. <laughs> yeah, they could But then then again, this kind of goes back to idolatry media. Mm-hmm. This this would be one of those moments where someone in the YouTube comments or Twitter comments would say, "Well, I mean, it was back when people weren't so sensitive all the time." It's like that that's sir? A, that's not that has nothing to do with being sensitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having you know sex I mean. with a child it has nothing to do with sensitivity. Right. <laughs> My point being like. <laughs> There's no argument to be made here. Yeah, the, yeah. It was a wild west back then. <laughs> now it's like we have to, we have I mean, to put a cap on this It was if you were a fucking weirdo. But if yeah. you're a normal human being, it's been as creepy since forever. Yeah. You know, it's that is again, like know thyself. 
if you're a creep, maybe you should move to a different country. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like move somewhere where maybe it's a little bit more regressive for your taste or something. Like don't try to make that happen here or in this day and age. And this is why I wonder from the women's perspective, Mm -hmm. what are they swiping left and swiping right on? What are they Xing out? I would love to know as well. I would too. (laughs) I'd like to know like, you know. Do you you have to put your height on the thing? On Tinder, no. You no. can you can include it in your if you're particularly say, your proud of it. <laughs> if I I used to say I'm like six one to six three with a hat on. It's not wrong. Yeah, it's not. I'm not. I mean, I'm not lying. You're not lying. <laughs> or used to say like I'm six one but six five with an afro. But like in the the wildly different um, priorities for physical attributes for men and women is just so fucking funny to me. Like, do, have you ever looked at a woman's profile and she's posted that she's only like five two, and you've been like, "Ugh." No. Yeah. Again, like, how do you know that's not the person you're supposed to be with based on their height, based on how much money they make, based on their ethnicity? Like, how the fuck do you know that? Because we're going <laughs> off of surface level preferences. Yes. Yeah. Preferences, and I. I would argue that your preferences don't matter when it comes to like the brain chemical emotional reaction of love. Right. And like who you're actually supposed to be with. I think all that shit goes out the window. You can, yeah, you can fall in love with someone who's four foot 11. Fuck yeah. Just the same way you can, you can be four foot 11 and meet someone who's six foot seven. Yeah. And it's a match made in heaven. Exactly. I didn't mean to rhyme when I said that, by you the way. You did just, a it, great it job, just though. Yeah. It's just the skills you have. I'm dropping bars on <laughs> conscious contact. <laughs> No. I, when when is the mixtape coming out? When when can we release the mixtape? It needs to happen this summer. Okay, cool. yeah. Our, from our last episode in this one, we got some bangers. Yeah, I had to <laughs> go back and like rewind and say, okay, how did did we talk about something on the last one we did? Ah, uh, I I want to. I don't want to repeat, repeat myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you're even, better than me. I didn't even think about it. Yeah, I, I had to do my research. You know? <laughs> even if I don't bring numbers and data learn from you. <laughs> Even if I don't bring number, numbers and data, I'm at least, you know. Trying not to be repetitive. Right. Yeah, yeah. I I would be interested to know what women are looking for, too, based on, again, and this is just a bias because I, I don't get to talk to very many women about it because I don't really hang out with a lot of single ladies. They're in long-term relationships or they're married most right. of the time. I would be curious to know what they're looking for. And I hope that it's not what it looks like on social media because that makes me very sad for the level of self-esteem that they have for themselves, the boundaries that they're setting for themselves, the priority that they place on how many people that they are with. And again, I'm not coming from a place of judgment. Yeah, I was a Samantha for a very long time. So I, I'm not sitting from a high horse at all. I'm sitting from in the trenches looking back going, <laughs> yo, bitches, don't do this. It's a terrible idea. Yeah, because now you, if you're a guy, oh, you got to be alpha male. Look at this. Look at this dude. He's so alpha. I, I, ju- I just talked about this with somebody. I think that you have to determine what alpha male actually means. Alpha male does not mean being a dickhead. Alpha male means, to me anyway, being a stand-up human being, being a protector of sorts, like fighting for your partner's honor in a way. Like, this isn't a hypothetical situation. You know what I mean? Like, if someone broke into the fucking house, I would want the person that I'm with, I would want to have the confidence that they would be able to protect me. Yeah. I wouldn't want to go like, I'm going to have to fend for myself. This person's going to cower behind me type of thing. So you you want like a, like an Andrew Tate 
or who and whoever Andrew Tate thinks he actually is, Ugh. but not who yes, he actually is. Exactly. I think that that gets lost in translation. Yeah. The the alpha male is quiet. The alpha male is a leader without shouting about it. The alpha male is a protector without having to show off all yeah. the time. An alpha male is very quiet, reserved in the background. And I think that that is not what we get shown. I think we get shown this fucking bro, yeah, exactly. frat boy yeah. type of thing. And that's not what I've ever experienced from an actual alpha male. Do you think you could ever be like an alpha female? Oh, God, yeah. I think in some ways I... That's Excuse like me. how I used to be or used to portray myself, but that's not what I really wanted. You know, I, I came from a single mother yeah. and I was told like men are terrible. You should learn how to fend for yourself, leave before you're left, yada, yada, yada. So that's how I lived my life for a really long time. And I was extremely unhappy Yeah. until I realized like, oh no, like the right man I do want to be not secondary because I think that's the other thing we get shown is, oh, you're going to lose yourself if you get with a man or if you fall into those quote unquote traditional roles, whatever the fuck that means. But I needed to be put in my place. Like, let's be fucking honest. Me from 10 years ago, I needed somebody to be like, you're being a piece of shit. Chill out. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And it takes an actual alpha to do that for a woman who's idea of herself is she needs to be everything for her yeah like and that have, doesn't leave any room for a man to come in like you have to be a a boss b yes b-i-t-c-h i'm not gonna say the word because yeah. i don't want to get canceled <laughs> i, I say boss, all the time on boss here. babe yeah but See, i this is yeah this is different i it's bad i never feel comfortable <laughs> using the b word to describe oh. a woman unless she did something to cross me Okay, I, don't, I got you. I, I got don't you. use yeah, it yeah, just yeah. as a descriptive term for yeah. someone. Yeah. Well, I to me, it's the same as calling a dude a dick. Like, if you're being a dick or an asshole, yeah. I mean, it's it's the same thing. It's a gendered, well, I guess asshole isn't. That could be used for either one. But it's yeah. a gendered term for the attitude that you currently have at the moment. And I totally, I totally get it. I have moments where I don't like being called a bitch. But most of the time, if I get called a bitch, I'm being a bitch. So uh, maybe yeah, it's something I, I need to fucking work on. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> you can't do it. I was raised by a good a good mom who taught me. No, not in that. casual conversation. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, but like Luke will straight up be like, "You're being a bitch," and he's not wrong. Yeah, like he's not saying it to be flippant or to put me down. He's saying it because I'm being a fucking bitch and I need to chill out. And this could be a potential growth opportunity for me. Yeah, but it, at the outset, like anytime anyone calls you on anything. It does take you aback for a second. Like, you feel like you need to defend yourself. Like, no, that's not what's happening. Yeah. It's not how I'm really being. But th- if I take a pause and I really look at it, I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, you're right. And I think that's <laughs> one thing that kind of plays into alpha male persona, alpha mm-hmm. female persona. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can't tell me nothing. I know I know everything. There isn't anything I haven't done. That's the key. And there yep. isn't anything that, that I, I can learn that yep. I don't know. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one thing where people have to... I constantly say like people need to unplug, yeah. but they do because yeah. you're getting fed this uh, rhetoric by someone who's yeah who's lived propaganda. a life yeah propaganda yeah who's who's lived a life and they say okay push all this stuff to the side live how I'm living be yeah. be don't be selfish don't yeah. worry about other people's feelings and yeah. that that can go from either side yeah. the women that say yeah I'm accomplished I I've done this mm-hmm. and that I don't need a man yeah. dump him. 
or yeah. wear wearing yeah. the shirt that says dump him. Mm-hmm. If I wore a shirt that said dump her, you know how how, how much you get attack ripped I would off get? of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I would I would I would do it from my own perspective. I'm very sarcastic and very much a a, a goofy sob. Yeah. I would do it just as a as a way to satirize. <laughs> yeah. To get those some people. to, to I be love, able to have a good conversation. Yeah. I love satire. Yeah. I would I would do it, not. Not to say to try to be ballsy and say, let me let me see what kind Just of reaction. slightly inflammatory. But yeah, yeah. slightly. Because I think there is a good conversation to be had there because, again, I see all these boss bitches, boss babes, whatever you want to call them. And they're single and they don't want a relationship and all they're focused on is their business. And they're, you know, in their baby making years and none of them are happy. All of them get on there and they'll cry because they're depressed or they'll talk about their yeah. mental health being rough. And it's great they're being open about that, but they don't have enough wherewithal to realize maybe this is the problem. Maybe I'm the problem. Am I the problem? I'm the problem. I'm the problem. It's me. Yeah. yeah. Yes. We are all the problem. If you're finding yourself consistently having issues in relationships, the common denominator is you. It is not the other people. But then again... <laughs> When I look at Pete Davidson, his his roster, his well, I hate to say roster, I hate to put it in those terms, but look, the women he's been linked to is like how off the roster. How did how did because we always wonder how did this guy get this? You know? he, and funny thing, he's not on social media. Yeah, and that's probably why. That's probably why they meet him and they go, "Wow, what a genuine guy! Yeah. who treats me well, who is funny, who is a caring human being." Yeah, holy shit, how far does that go? Or it could be. This is all fantasy BS. It could that's be been fabricated to be. make it seem like he's the most eligible bachelor in the it world. Could be. Yeah. Dated Kim Kardashian. Now he's he dated yeah. Kate Beckinsale. Oh, he's linked to Emily Ratajkowski. I think he's just a How? a normal, nice, run of the mill guy. But then there are normal, nice, run of the mill guys that aren't gonna date get to date Kim Kardashian. I mean, maybe um, not if they're meeting them on apps. Man. You know what I mean? I if I, and this is kind of the other thing, I follow a lot of women who are kept women because yeah. that's the scenario that I find myself in and I try to figure out like how to navigate that because it's not something I'm familiar with. These women are gorgeous mm-hmm. and not a single one of their men is conventionally attractive in the slightest. Like Quasimodo. Not that far. I mean, one of them is. But okay. <laughs> I'm not going to mention names. Don't spill. Don't spill the tea, sis. <laughs> but it's it's it is this intriguing thing. Like, it does come down to who that person is in their like. How do they show up as a human being? Right. Not their attributes, but who they are at their core. Who are they on their worst day? If you can find somebody who you still like them on their worst day. That's the person you need to be with. Yeah. And and sometimes it's a matter of how you get through that that worst day. Yeah. Can you get to the other side of it? Because yeah. a lot of people How do they treat you on yeah. their worst day? Because some yeah. some people you can see their accounts and oh, we're together. I'm glad I got you by my side, babe. Mm-hmm. And then they break up and you gotta go back and delete all of that. Uh-huh. All those posts. I am of the mind. I was again, it's funny. I was talking about this with somebody recently. I am of the mind that you shouldn't share your relationship with someone on your social media unless you are enge- you've gotten engaged yeah. or you've been together for an exorbitant amount of time because again like 
not only are you adding another fish in the sea for someone else who's following you to look at right. and aspire to and lust after and all this celebrity ideology, you're potentially putting this person on the market for other people to be like, ooh, let me reach out to them. If you tag their social, how many – and I've seen this from other people in my circle – they will have people reach out to their partner, yeah. like in a message like, hey, how are you? Here's my picture, blah, blah, blah. I saw you on such and such. You are opening yourself up to that. Can you name names? No. no don't name names. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, it's, that's just, it's weird to me. And then yeah. the issue that you're talking about, you you show your relationship in its infancy, and then you guys don't work out, and then you have you have shown the internet. This person, you've invited them to give their judgment and to know about your relationship. You don't get to walk that yeah. back. Then you have to tell them, oh, we broke up and delete all these pictures. And you're going to be, quote unquote, I mean, you're not beholden to anybody. But in your yeah. head, if you're a social media person, you're going to be beholden to them. Because then you can be in a relationship that is displayed on social media. And then you have a kid. Mm -hmm. And then... Couple of posts later, it's oh, it's you and the kid, and then someone in the comments says, "Oh, what happened oh, to? Oh, did you uh, break up? What yeah. happened to homeboy? Yeah. Well, I can shoot my shot now. Uh huh. And sometimes people, are, the wolves are at the door. They're they're waiting. Again, sometimes the, they're like, oh yeah. There's more fish in the sea, yeah. and you can get anything you. I mean, it's like a meat market. I mean, truly, that's how I look at dating apps. This yeah, is a meat is. market because you don't see anything other than how that thing presents. In front of you. Yeah. You don't get to see how it was raised, <laughs> where it lives, like any of that stuff. Has it had all its shots? Shots, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, I don't want to say like I'm a, a I'm a lean cut of USD, <laughs> USDA beef. I'm, I'm definitely not. Some Wagyu. Yeah, no. That's the, the creme de la creme. See, and that, the issue behind all of this is I think you're one of the better human beings that I know uh, in my life. All right. And it's not, that, that, not that high. A, uh, <laughs> not that high a bar. Yeah. Wow. I mean, no, maybe I'm... 10 years ago it wouldn't have been that high a bar because okay, yeah. I didn't know that many good people, but yeah. I, I don't understand because there, there's a couple of guys in our group, you included that. I just don't understand why you guys do not have an amazing woman on your arm. Period. Because we're too alpha. <laughs> You know how much alpha is radiating? You're not, or you're not the right kind of alpha. No, I think that... No, probably. I think that, again, like alpha is not what people see on social media. Like that's not what alpha really means. Um, I think alpha means you know how to treat a woman correctly. And you know how to show up and be a real human being. <laughs> I wonder like in, in, let's say in the 70s, 80s, mm -hmm. like uh, Steve McQueen was like mm -hmm. alpha male, Clint Eastwood. Mm -hmm. But then it was Schwarzenegger, Stallone, mm -hmm. uh, Bruce Willis. Mm -hmm. But Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Willis was more kind of like the... See, I don't see it like that at all. Let's say Sigma male. I think like, um, like if I think alpha male, like a, like a just an example of masculinity, I don't think of those guys at all. I think of like Kenny Rogers. Yeah. yeah that motherfucker. I think of Kenny Loggins as alpha male. <laughs> That's a whole other like Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton, um, that like tour that they did together. Some of the videos yeah. of him from that, I'm like, oh my god, I totally, totally understand why everybody was obsessed with him. Like yeah. that is a man. Elite, even looking at like Prince was kind of, oh, 
<laughs> boss babe. He he was a little boss babe. Yeah. I think if anything, Prince was boss babe. But yeah. some people will will look at him as like, damn, Prince is. I, I think conventionally, he, yeah. see, that's from the conventional from sense. the conventional sense. He had it all going on, but again, like, I don't think that he was necessarily very happy. No, probably not. Yeah. But nowadays, we would think, okay, Vin Diesel. Dwayne Johnson. Oh, absolutely not. Mm-mm. That's the projected. Yes, that is view the societal, conventional thought process behind it for yeah. sure. But like me, zero percent. Yeah, you have to be the guy that's. <laughs> you're driving the big car. You got the muscles. You're you yeah. walk in and everyone turns and like, oh, who's that? Yeah. You got to command attention and respect. See, I think the line with me is like. Muscles are fine and all, but I don't want pretty muscles. I want useful muscles. I want to know, like, if we, if the world ended and you needed to, like, chop wood for us to stay warm in the winter, you could do that. If you needed to, like, go wrestle a deer, that you could do that. You I want to, think- I want a big boy, not a okay. lean, muscular person. Well, we saw the movie Sisu yesterday. Yes. Oh my God. Squ- yes. Think, that, think that's an alpha male? Fuck yeah. Yeah. That is an he was actual. Ki- he was kicking ass yes. in that movie. Good grief! <laughs> yeah. No, I think that that is a a prime example of, and he is older. Yeah. Like, and I don't think that that's like throwing shade on him. He's cast as an older man. Yeah, and I think that to me, that type of quietude, capability, and reverence. Because I mean, he was killing people, so it wasn't reverence for human life, but would stand up for what he believed in. Yeah. I think that is the piece that I see missing from a lot of like the thought process of a conventional alpha male. They don't stand for anything other than this portrayal of very twisted misogyny that comes yeah. off as not misogyny, but is misogyny like actual misogyny, not that's a whole nother conversation. I won't get into that. You but. think we need, <laughs> you think we need more misandry in our society? <laughs> oh. Mate, why not? <laughs> Sometimes I look at, no lie, I look at, let's say, pro-feminism posts, what some some yeah. could say anti-male, uh-huh. destroy the patriarchy posts. And I'm thinking, why don't, why does anybody deal with anybody? Yeah. Why do, why do we bother? Mm-hmm. Well, we I need look at social like, media and I think, why do we bother? We need, yeah, we need more women out there hating on men. Not even in a sly way. Just do it directly. No, just like men are pieces of shit. It goes back to this boss babe mentality yeah, too. Yeah. Like you don't need a man. Yeah, no one needs anybody. Right. But are you going to be happy and fulfilled? Probably not. You know what I mean? Things could always be better. Like, again, people are confusing with the ability to live your life without a partner with the idea that you should yeah. intentionally seek that out. And that body count doesn't matter and that you should throw caution in the wind and be ethically non-monogamous or whatever. The f- That's such a new term. That's fucking hilarious I'm sure it's me. been around for a while. Polyamory Poly- is where it started. Yeah, polyamory and then they kind of Which is just the cousin into, of polygamy and yeah. I don't see a lot of these people agreeing with polygamy. Yeah. Just saying. Depends on what state But it's the same. In. I know. Utah, we're looking at you. Yeah. But it's the same shit. Like if you're if you're calling yourself and this is again gets into the weeds, but if you're calling yourself like this progressive feminist and you're in an open relationship, bitch, what? <laughs> I'm keeping my <laughs> options open. Excuse me. Yeah. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? Keeping your options for STDs open, keeping your options for being disappointed open, keeping yeah. your options for not having to show up and be a, a selfless person open. Yeah. Because that's what it seems like from the outside looking in and from someone who thought that was my personality for a while. So 
I don't I don't understand how you can in the same brain hold the idea that um, Mormons are bad and polygamy is terrible, but also say ethical non-monogamy is right. totally chill and is empowering. Well, it's either Mormons or more men. <laughs> which which are you looking for? You can never have, en- argue, have enough. Have, uh, never have enough. I would argue most like regular Mormons are happier and have a better life than most uh, ethically non-monogamous people. Probably. Just just food for thought. Those, those Mormon alpha males out there. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. We've kind of eroded men's role in society as well. And I think that's another reason that women don't feel the need to seek one out. And again, don't confuse your ability to not have to have a man with the idea that you shouldn't right. be with a good partner or man, woman, whatever your preference is. You should look for someone who genuinely is going to support you, not your bullshit, like support the good parts of you and help you to change the things right. that you need to. And show up for you and be a life partner. You're going to do life together. Because I see so many couples that, like, they can't wait to get out of the house from one another. They always want to have girls' night or boys' night, which, again, there's nothing wrong with that. But when you're constantly like, oh, I can't fucking wait to leave, I've never felt that way in my relationship. And I don't see how you could want to be in a relationship that is that way. Like, I just... You have to kind of want the balance of this is my time with me and my significant other, Mm -hmm. but also need the me time with me and the boys and me and the girls. For sure. But if you're counting down the seconds to get away from them, I I think we're shown that a lot on social media, like all these reels and TikToks, like that feeling when your dude annoys you and you call up your girl and you bitch about him. Like, why are you doing that? Why are you bitching about your partner to someone else? That is a terrible habit. And then why are you bitching about your partner to the world? Uh-huh. Like, and what then, does that accomplish? Yeah. Like, why are you still with that person then? Because I feel like that's so disgusting. <laughs> that's another thing about social media. We're we're opening the door to our relationships and our lives mm-hmm. to other people. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes that's that's a bit of self-sabotage. Oh, God, yeah. Because you're... You're letting people into your life, and then from the outside yeah. looking in, they're saying, "Oh, okay, I'm ready. I'll be ready for this shit to blow up." Uh huh. Can't wait till they're these biding two. They're biting their time. Yeah. They're wringing their hands. I can't wait till these yeah. two break up. Then we can. They can spill the tea on why. It, this is the second Drama. time I've said spill the tea. Spill the tea. They can spill the tea. Yeah. On why it went wrong. Whose fault was it really? And uh, then, yeah, yeah. thereby dividing the wedge between men and women yet again. Yep. Because there's lots of those accounts out there where some dude, some sappy dude, fuck it, I'll say it, some sappy dude who's under that guise of being pro-women, uh-huh. and he says, well, if if a man's in a relationship with a woman and not posting her, then he's not really in a relationship That's and that kind of stuff. That's such bullshit. Yeah. It's like, no, there's ton, there are lots of women who are in yeah. relationships who are keeping their men secret. Yeah. If you, if you see a, a post and it's like a tattooed arm mm-hmm. with a gold watch, yeah. it's like, yep. And again, like, it. It, what's over. wrong with that? Like, why do I yeah. need to give that? And that that's like one of the most sacred relationships you're ever going to have in your life. Why should I give that to the world? Right. Like, that's none of your fucking business. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I hurt for people that I see like have really large followings and date someone and then break up. 
I can't imagine how hard it is to go through a breakup to, to begin with and then have millions of people there asking you questions about it. Yeah, because then they take a side. They yes. take either your side or the significant Ugh. other side. So sometimes they, they remain neutral. I I like to be the kind of person that can stay neutral on something yeah. like that. But also that's kind of like torture porn. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like you're you're looking like it's all the drama, like the the feel good that we get out of that, like, oh I'm glad I'm not them. Yeah. It's not great. <laughs> it's not a great thing to like seek and and invest yourself in and that goes back to like celebrity ideology and putting them up on a pedestal i mean they're just normal humans with feelings just like the rest of us and on such a huge stage like i do feel pity for them quite a bit because i I cannot even fathom how that must feel to have every decision you make in your life critiqued uh conspiracy theories made up about sides taken read into when you're just a human living your life like and i think that kind of goes back to you assume that someone's life is exactly what it looks like on instagram yeah you most people don't post videos of them taking a shit you know what i mean but (laughs) i hope most people do that at least once a day you know like you don't get to see those intimate moments of their lives where they're dealing with either literal shit or like just life stuff. Figurative shit. Yeah. You don't, Kim Kardashian doesn't post her trying to balance her checkbook. You know what I mean? Or like going through a budget and deciding whether or not to purchase something. Because even if you've got all the money in the world, you still make those decisions and you don't get to see that person for who they really are. And that just goes back to you need to meet people in person. Like if you judge them based on their social media or what you see on the outside looking in, that's not them as a human. Or I right. fucking hope not. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but I don't know. Again, like how I don't know how you fix that other than you taking it upon yourself to just not be on. That's it. That's why I say yeah. unplug, flip the switch, yeah. and just get out and breathe fresh air and yeah. meet meet men, meet women, meet. Well, no, no, I don't know. That's not that meet, go meet down creatures. <laughs> meet meet individuals and people that are like minded to you, or go into spaces that appeal to your interests, and then yeah. eventually you'll meet someone that is that it, that does spark your fancy. Yeah, or like, or not, and you yeah. make a new friend. You know what I mean? Just kind of like live your life and let life fucking happen instead of being so just held tight to what you think you want out of it. Yeah, like. You got to loosen up to let the things that are supposed to happen, happen. And you have to, you have to want to get past that first initial meeting. Yeah. If you're thinking long-term, because some people, some people are thinking long-term. So, okay, I'm trying to find my future husband. I mean, I would hope so. Yeah. But you don't always know that. Yeah. You, you have to get past date number one. Mm. Mm -hmm. Not think about. Five years down the road. Oh God, yeah. What are the kids gonna look like? Yeah. It's it's, it's cool to have that that perspective or projected foresight, mm-hmm. but just take the baby steps. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's get past the first date. Let's get past this first date, and yes. then we'll see what goes. They're a real life meeting. Because I've been on a lot of first dates mm-hmm. that didn't pan out to anything, yeah. and some that I wish had panned out. But yeah. sometimes I wonder, was it something I did? Or was something just the other person wasn't feeling? Mm. But then too, sometimes that it goes into that self sabotage. Mm-hmm. If you 
bring those feelings in like, well, okay, this isn't going to go right. Yeah. Then yes, it's, it's not going to. Yeah. And the way around that is to have no expectations. Right. Like you yeah. can have goals in the back of your mind. Sure. I think that's a great idea to do that in a work and know what you're ready for yeah. and what the outcome you want to have and to decide, I don't want to hook up anymore. I do want to look for someone to be in a relationship with, but you have to just throw, not throw caution to the wind. Cause I th- do still think you probably shouldn't go on a date with someone who, you know, you're not going to end up with yeah. just because of what they believe, but you have to just like, let it happen. Completely ignore your own inner monologue and just be physically present with that person. Yeah. As I can say the last date I went on, I think I was maybe overthinking, mm. whereas my date was very chill. Chill, yeah. And I, I, I took that as, oh, okay, well, she's... No fun. Not inter- yeah, not, <laughs> or not interested. Yeah. Not interested, yeah. and thereby I wasn't interested because I was, I was overthinking and mm. thinking that, okay, she's very, her energy is very chill, whereas yeah. mine is, you know me, I'm very much like shitty dad jokes and... <laughs> Puns and all of <laughs> Which this I would crap. argue is chill. It's just a different type of chill. But I think there was a clash of energies there. Mm. At least that was that was what I was mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was what I was picking up. Yeah. It may have not actually been there. Maybe it was something you needed to put down instead. Yeah. And maybe for her it was like, hey, be you and be, yeah. be whoever you are. That's all you have. I mean, yeah. that is the goal is to try to be yourself as much as possible. And if they're into it, cool. And if they're not, fuck them. Yeah. If well, you're yeah, showing no, up as your authentic, really. well, don't, yeah. yeah, or maybe not fuck them, but yeah. you know, like if you know that you are showing up as you, period, and they're not into it, oh well, goodbye. Yeah, you know, you're not supposed to be together anyway. Like that person is gonna want to be around who you are, but you have to stay out of your, your head. Yeah, yeah, get out of your own way. Yeah, and get into person, like in person stuff. Yeah. I can't. Mm, I don't. I don't wish online dating on anyone. <laughs> it's a it's a slippery slope. It's a wild west. It, it is. <laughs> it definitely is. Some depending on who you are. Yeah. For me, it's like eh, I could I could be doing something else with my time, but exactly. also is it productive? Like that's the question to ask yourself. Like, yeah. is this giving me the outcome that I want? This is with anything in life. Is this making me happy? Is this getting me closer to my goals? Is this giving me the outcome that I want? If the answer is no, I'll look at myself and see if it's me. And if it's not me, I need to quit doing whatever I'm doing right. and move on to something else. It seems very easy. I know it's easier said than done, but. As, as is typical yeah. for life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that especially living in Greensboro, like we do have access well, not we. I do not have access to anyone. You have access <laughs> to lots of people to be able to, yeah. well, lots of locations to potentially meet people, especially yeah. as someone who isn't sober and who, you know, doesn't have those type of restrictions in their brain. There are bars aplenty that yeah. you could pop into or casual spots. I mean, there's that bourbon bowl, bowling alley. It's I mean, if there. you want to meet someone in a more casual setting, we're really lucky in this area to have that but that means you actually have to go to yeah, these places because i've always been curious about the dating scene in greensboro obviously yeah. obviously it's not the same as the dating scene in new york or la yeah yeah which who would want that anyway i, I, I would, would argue not. yeah, yeah. that seems like the issues that you're talking about but on crack yeah literally or figuratively <laughs> sometimes, sometimes sometimes both, both. yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe on meth, depending on the exact location. Cr- but crystal meth. Crystal. Uh, if her name's Crystal, run the other way. <laughs> yeah. I saw a meme about that the other day. If her name's Crystal, ask her what her last name yeah. is. <laughs> Methany. Crystal Methany. Huh? Check, please. Uh, who are your parents, Crystal? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, my biggest hope for anyone listening to this is to maybe look at what their goals are and make choices that line up with those. And that might not be dating on the internet, you know, and that's okay. Yeah. Just cause it's like normal and it's in like the social bubble. It doesn't mean that's how most people meet. I, I would love to see data on that because I, I can't imagine that it's swayed that much where most people meet on the internet yeah i can't i just, my brain wouldn't be able to handle that well it's we're in the age of convenience and instant gratification so it's it's easier for people <sighs> yeah let me download yep. bumble tinder whatever you and what have you non-committal oh. and easy and i can change my mind anytime yep. and this person's not in front of me so i don't have to like find a way to exit the date if it doesn't yep. work out i can just log off and be done with it yeah that seems like such a trash way. It is. To speak to people. Yeah. Like, just so shallow and, oh, er, we got to get you off. We're going to delete all the apps. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that can be the long-term goal, to get off of these apps. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. just start with getting into real life. Like, don't even worry about that, getting rid of the apps yet. Just, like, yeah. go put yourself in a public space and see what happens. Yeah. Well, We'll see. <laughs> we shall see. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be texting you about it later. <laughs> When's the last time you went out in public, Jamal? <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> no, like by yourself with the intention of having a good time and potentially meeting somebody. Ugh. Without setting it up on an app first. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you. <laughs> yeah. That adult weeds. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because, you know, my friend, she does... Like, you know, self-dates. Yeah. And it's a it's a novel idea that I keep thinking I mm-hmm. should do that. Just go out. I think it's enjoy a genius yourself. idea. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really smart. For anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about, is basically you take yourself on a date and if something happens with somebody else, awesome. But you're intentionally yeah. going out to enjoy time with yourself at maybe a place where there might be other people of yeah. the same interests or age or whatever. And it yeah. would give me an excuse to wear these Goofy baller floor. ass outfits. Yeah, goofy floral that you shirts save I like to wear. For me and the boys. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta get those out in public, I do. man. <laughs> I don't want them to go to waste. And uh-huh. the, next, the next thing I know, I'll put the shirt on and it's boop, buttons that pop off. The best of us. It really does. Yep. But no, I I think that's a great challenge to other people, not just to you, but to other people's like instead of sending your friend a meme on Instagram, like call their ass and yep. set up a time to go do something. More than, I would even argue, like, more than just eat or go watch a movie. Yeah. Like, set up a time to go on a hike. Or if you're not an outdoorsy person, to go bowl. Or to go see a lawn concert somewhere. You know what I mean? It's summertime. There's so much stuff. Go pick strawberries. something. like, who gives a fuck? Like, go do something and say, hey, let's leave our phones in the car. Yeah, alpha male activities. Let's go pick strawberries. <laughs> go to the concert on the park. <laughs> This is what I, alpha, I see what you're I see what this you're is going. what alpha males do yeah yeah no I think no. alpha males if I had to ascertain from the outside looking in what I would assume is that the alpha male is going to 
want their partner to be happy. Yeah. And that's they're not going to be picking these things. The woman is going to say, oh, I'd really love to such and such. Yeah. And she just mentioned it in passing. And then that motherfucker books it and yeah. then takes her there. That is the alpha. The alpha male is not going, oh, my God, let's go strawberry picking. You know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> definitely not. You should be curious that's if modern, that's how Modern day alpha male would say that. Say I would that not term. say that. I would say that that is. Yeah. What is lower than beta? I don't even know what C is. I mean, there's there's alpha, beta, kappa. gamma, kappa, kappa male. It might be. There's sigma males. No cap. Um, I think that's it. There may be. Yikes. There may even be an epsilon male out there. I'm sure there is. But all we know now is oh, alpha male, beta male. Yeah. Sometimes sigma male. Sigma is very much like laissez faire. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever happens. Isn't happens. trying. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. You just do, and it's. It's whatever. Yeah. Which I think might be worse than alpha or beta, if I'm being quite honest. Because then I feel like you're just a non-human and you don't really know which way you're swinging. Yeah. Figuratively. <laughs> Not literally. <laughs> I mean, maybe literally, yeah. too. You might be confused. I don't know. We'd have to ask a freaking Sigma male. <laughs> You'll have to get a Sigma male on the, on the show next time. I don't think. Time. I don't know. Uh, unless someone's got a suggestion. I don't I don't have any of those yeah. laying around anywhere. <laughs> Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on. I think this is important for more people thank to you, talk Janae. about. Thank you, Janae. Thank me. No, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. How dare you? Thank me. Thank you. <laughs> no, yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me back on. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know, it's always kind of awkward. I'm so used to recording podcasts. Mm. Audio, audio only. Now people are going to see my face and say, yeah. that's him. Yeah, oh. speaking of... If you don't know, now you know. This is one third of We Like It So What, an amazing pop culture and comic podcast that you can find anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Yeah, specifically basically. on Spotify. Specifically now. Spotify. Whoa. But I'll put a link for that so people can come listen oh, to you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate Because I think that. that if someone is looking at you and they're like, oh, maybe, but I don't want to judge him just from the outside. <laughs> Go listen to the podcast and then you will know for sure if and Jamal is the man for you. And they'll say, oh, his podcast is whack. The uh, podcast is great, so they I'm, definitely yeah, wouldn't I'm, say that. I'm not going to toot my own horn on it, but you know, beep, I'll toot it. Beep, toot, beep. toot. Yeah. And I'm more like, oh, wait, no, no. It's kind of more like, don't you have that on your soundboard? Yeah. It's important. Yeah. That's why, I, that's why I tell you, <laughs> you gotta, you have to incorporate sound bites into conscious contact. I'm and getting people tips. Will, They'll enjoy it more. People will enjoy it. Yeah. I need to, I need to get a list running of which ones I want to have though. Cause there you go. it would need to be very obscure. I feel like for it to make sense for me. And it's all about the timing. Yeah. The timing isn't right. When you drop that sound bite. I'm just so uh, unaware, like in these conversations on this pocket, like I'm just not thinking about anything, honestly. I'm just like trying to talk to you and whatever happens. What what works for me and the boys might not work for you. But it's a different topic. It's a different format. Yeah. Completely. You know, I mean, you're a bunch of dudes and I'm a woman. First off, I mean, there's perspective differences in there. And we're talking about two intersectional things but you're definitely focusing more on pop culture and things that have stats behind them kind of like we were talking before right. yeah the facts facts Lay down the facts <laughs> facts and opinions facts, where bro. mine is just all opinions yeah. no facts sometimes hey that's whatever works for you just sis. chill it's yeah. chill <laughs> but yeah i appreciate you having me on here again thank 
Thank you. And I will link our first episode down below too so you can hear us talk about all kinds of stuff. Off the top of my head, the main thing I remember is like, does God exist and is the Matrix real? Yeah. <laughs> that was part of our that conversation. Was, yeah. Which I really enjoyed. So listen to that one after you listen to this one. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye.